0: welcome to the k- how podcast you've joined a community who focuses on following the word living the word and doing the word we hope you enjoy these messages
1: mm-hmm. to
2: receive because yeah. um so I keep growing growing in the right direction growing in the right direction mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah
3: that's my yeah, I think that that's really important for all of us i love the the exact phrase you said right that that you said tell me again do you say that you weren't fully what i need to have total buy-in buy-in that's what i thought i wanted to make sure before i said it out but right that all of us have total buy-in to what god is saying what god is doing um i also love because i think i know i i know So often and for so long in the kingdom, we have really praised and celebrated. We have boasted in a person's ability to be transparent, right? We we celebrate that. And one of the things that we don't realize is transparency is not vulnerability, right? So transparency really means this. I tell you what I want to tell you, so I don't want to tell you anything else. And so we get excited because someone is saying something and we're thinking, oh my God, they just told all their business. They told you what they wanted to tell you. And they told you what would not open them up to be hurt back Because the word vulnerability means to literally be open to be hurt with your own stuff. So many of us are like, oh, I'm very transparent. Great. But God is after your vulnerability because vulnerability is connected to your heart. Transparency is connected to your mind, your thinking, your story, but vulnerability is literally connected to your heart, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, and that's why it's very hard to be vulnerable, because we have already been hurt, we have already been lied to, we already have been mistreated. Why would I even open myself up to put myself in that space? Well if I am to be the living example of
4: Christ's example, Christ lived a life of vulnerability. He lived a life of vulnerability, heart to heart with people. Vulnerability, let me be real, it's scary, but it's a necessity. We have to become
3: people who feel and are able to communicate feeling, who will be open, who will be honest, who will not just stop and are afraid
4: to 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 really give all of ourselves it, it's 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 a it's a real thing. It's a real thing, but it is not really
3: easy to do, okay? so we're not I'm not even gonna fake like it is. <laughs> okay, It's not. But it is something we all must not strive to do, begin to do, and begin to become. Amen? So good morning, Pastor Shay. Good morning, Dana Day. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Linda. I mean, Ms. Linda, I already said good morning to you. Good morning, Ms. Tanya. And Ms. Ladiwa, I see your hand up. You had asked uh, the
2: question, um, you know, what was God showing us? And, you know, I've been saying all along, even I think Wednesday, I think trust. And He's showing me that I have to trust him. Um, you know, you guys know my journey with these things that I'm going through. And, I, and Pastor Kai, you just said it, vulnerability. Vulnerable, Vulnerability, and then, um, then, then I heard the word "buy, buy in." Yeah, uh, I, I was vulnerable yesterday, and thought that we reached a settlement agreement. I was vulnerable and said, "Hey, I don't want to take from you. I just, this is. I'm only asking for what I need." I had the buyout for my house. I've been blessed to have that. And I put everything out only for him to turn around and reject all of it. All of it. So now I have to go to court this week to let a judge determine what's going to happen when it doesn't have to be that way. And I still trust God and I still have faith. It may not look like it, but I do.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I've had it this whole time. It's just that, some you know, when you're in this place, when you're trusting God and you're, you have your faith. Sometimes it just doesn't look pretty. It's it's because it's very uncomfortable right now. It's very very uncomfortable dealing with, um, you know, lies and deceit and just. I'll, I can't explain it, but God is showing me that I have to trust him. And he's been saying that to me since this has started. And I do trust him, but it's just not always, it's not an easy journey. It's not a pretty one either, but that's what God is telling me.
3: Amen. Let me say this. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say this and I ain't never heard this before, but the Holy Spirit said faith doesn't have a faith. Faith has a response. So I respond. So faith, ha- faith doesn't have an F-A-C-E because you keep saying. I know it doesn't look like it. Faith doesn't have a face. Faith. faith Faith isn't smiley. Faith isn't crying. Faith, right? Be- but faith has a response. And Miss Ladiva, your response has continued to be, Yet yeah, I trust you. Yet yeah, I trust you. And God is continuing to remind you every step that you're taking, every every, every faith step you're taking, every act of vulnerability you're displaying, that faith doesn't have a face, but faith does have a response. And it's how we respond, not how we look, right, in the beginning. Then once we respond in faith, faith then will begin to show up in us and through us. But we've got to get out of these mindsets that faith looks like this you know, like you've got to be smiling all the time to have faith. No, (laughs) it is in the hard times where our faith must become even greater because faith helps us to endure. And right now you are enduring and enduring is not without pain. Enduring is not without struggle, but it is to continue to move toward the one who is calling you forward, the one who's directing and leading your path which is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So I want you, from
4: this day forward, you don't have to say to us, it don't look like it. We hear what you're saying.
3: And we're standing in faith with you that when you can't smile, when you can't raise your hands, we are going to smile and raise your hands for you because we know that this journey, like all the journeys we are on are not easy. So it, let's go back to last Saturday. I started and was like, I'm not all right.
4: Right, Ms. LaDiva? I, I, this ain't good.
3: This ain't a good day. I'm not well. It's not good. I have had a horrible week from last Tuesday to today. Well, I say from last Tuesday to
4: Thursday of this week. Horrible. One brace, now two brace. And then at
3: the same time, many of you met our niece Naya at the merge, right? <laughs> Pascal's brother passes away. She stayed an extra week. She came back Tuesday and blindsided us and said she was moving back to New Jersey and left this Tuesday. We had no idea, no conversation,
4: and the way it happened was not beautiful. But we love her and we released her.
3: But many of you know certain statements that were made, certain things, right? So Ms. Ladiva, you're not the only one. But last week, despite my tear, despite my hurt, my faith did not waver. God, I still trust you no matter
4: what. And guess what? I had to our whole family was here. So me and my husband didn't even get to like really feel
3: because we had to still entertain and host and love on everybody and cook. And and we decided we're still going to walk through this with, with love and compassion and joy, despite how it happened, despite how we felt,
4: despite how certain things were done. And even in our vulnerability still hurt.
3: But faith doesn't have a faith. Faith has a response. And our response was, we're going to love you no matter what. We're going to support you no matter what. And we will remain an open place no matter what. We won't allow
4: any moment to stop us from being who we are. So please understand, it's your response.
3: And consistently, you have said to us, your response is, "I'm I'm trusting God. So you keep trusting, you cry. Look here, y'all started praying for me. I had to cover my face. I've had some hard tears this week. And again, not because she made a choice, how the choice was made and how we were treated. Everybody gets to choose. So here's the thing, your ex-husband got to choose. And and this could be God saying, I need you to go to court. (laughs)
2: Right, I I, I I need
3: you to go, I need you to go so someone else can settle the matter, so these emotions and feelings don't keep going back and forth, but I'm, I'm setting a mediator. And so God, we trust you. We trust you. Yeah, yeah. You're so welcome and don't you stop being vulnerable. Vulnerability, y'all, is not a weakness, and stop letting people tell you
4: that it is. It's not. It is one of our greatest strengths. Miss Miss that for your hand.
5: Um, for me, I believe that the Lord has been telling me I need to communicate my needs and my wants.
3: It's good
5: that I'm still in that place where I don't feel like if I say it, it's not gonna happen. So I can just I'm okay with having it up here. Yeah. But to pray and state what I need has been really difficult. So I just I will say nothing and then you end up with nothing, right? Right. Um, This week was a really good week for me because I felt like I was able to stand on my own and say, okay, yeah, my boss needed me to do something and she was putting all of her insecurities on me. And I was like, no, I got it, I got it. And on Thursday morning, I said, Lord, I just need you to just get me through the day. Just let me be me. I showed up. I did what I was supposed to do. I got great reviews. And I was like, okay. But he kept saying, well, what do you need? But I didn't say anything. And it's like that all the time. That I don't communicate. Or that I, I, if I say what I need in my prayer, I feel like I'm cold. Like I don't deserve it. And so I'm going to work on stating what I need and having faith that that is what's going to be for me. If that makes Amen. sense.
3: That makes all the sense of the world. And I'm, let me tell you, you're not the only person who has struggled with that or is struggling with that, 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 I used to look, and it is absolutely okay. Society would say it's not okay to say what you need, <laughs> but it is absolutely okay to 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 say what you need out loud to God, to people, right? And to know that you are valued and that you can you will be heard. And so I, I'm I'm excited that you're going to step into that. Right? You're not gonna just say it today, but you're about to step into it and do it. So tell me one thing you need right now.
5: Oh my voice feels heavy. I need patience. Okay. Um, I just need people to meet me where I am. Okay. Just know that I'm trying.
3: Mm. I love that. Now, let me ask you this question, because here's the thing, guys. You have to make sure that you're speaking
4: to and being heard by the right people, not just anybody but the right people. And so
3: things in these moments, actually the reason why I wanted you to say it here is because we hear you and we see you. And I want you to know that when you need to speak, you have brothers and sisters on this
4: Zoom that you can reach out to and they will hear you and they will support you. Okay, so we're believing for your patience, that you will
3: in turn take take on, uh, remove your any anxiousness and worry, because those help us to, to be impatient. Any doubts about yourself, but knowing that what God has said, it is so, and it shall come to pass. And deciphering what God has said versus what you want.
4: Because a lot of times we're waiting for things that aren't for us. <laughs> Amen? Okay. I see Mama Jay, and then I see Alicia.
6: I just want to encourage everyone this morning. Um, God is amazing. And when you are dealing with things, you have to give it to him. We try to do these things on our own and we struggle and we don't understand why things aren't changing or getting better, but we mm. haven't laid it down. And, mm. you know, before yeah. I um, took my trip to Tennessee a few weeks ago, it was such a struggle. It was just seemed like everything was going wrong. I was just, just trying to do this trip. I I was going to cancel it. I just had all these things that were happening with my family and how am I going to do this? And how am I going to, you know, take, who's going to take care of my husband, all of these things going on and on back and forth. And God just said, be still. He said, be still. I have this. I have this. You can do this. And it was just, as soon as I, I, I touched ground, I felt that peace of God. And the whole days that I was there, it was just peaceful. And since that time, he's just given me that. And I'm just so grateful. It's like, I just, my prayers every morning are just, I'm grateful to you, God to, to, to letting me know that, you are here, you're always there, you're always listening. We just have to come to him. And I just thank thankful for my family, for my son and daughter-in-law, and all those that encouraged me to say, you know, <laughs> you just have to have faith that he's gonna, he's gonna take care of it and he always does. And ever since that, i felt that peace and I, and I marvel at it because prior to that, I was like, oh, the anxiety and the stress is just overwhelming and ever since then i'm just like thank you Mm -hmm. and it just makes all the difference so be encouraged family just be encouraged Mm
1: -hmm. because
6: he he's he's amazing he's an amazing god and i'm just thankful and thankful to you and the khow family for all that you Mm do so we love you we
3: love you and we're glad you came looking cute in your mother's day outfit (laughs) (laughs) and then Elisha I see your hand
7: yes good morning everyone um uh, y'all know I hate crying but I'm super emotional right now I don't know why I wasn't but um this call just um but the question is what is God showing me God is has shown me here um that he is working it out, whatever it is, like before me, around me, after me. And that that's just true for everything. Um, um, one example is Malcolm mentioned um, folks coming to see Serenity Swim. Well, one thing that I'm really, really hard on myself about is wondering <laughs> how moving, away from our family impacts serenity. (laughs) So no, I don't talk about it a lot, but I think about it. And so when we went to her swim meet, I don't know if she knew that I heard her, but she said, is anybody else coming? And I didn't answer her. I didn't say anything, whatever. Um, And so the fact that we actually do have a community here because God set that up <laughs> way before I even knew anybody. Wait, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people think that I know some of the ladies here from, from K-HOW, but I don't. I know them from the coaching program. <laughs> and then I came to K-HOW later um, and just God is really showing me, right? So so you 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 can see God working out different aspects of people's lives, especially in the story of Esther. Um, like, you know, her, her cousin or whoever it was, you just you see how he just works out different parts (laughs) to get his glory and I just I'm seeing that for myself um and it just it's so wonderful because now that I'm able it's not just that I see it it, it's bigger than that um I'm accepting that that that's what I want to say I'm accepting of a God that works it out (laughs) um at every juncture every piece of the puzzle he's working it out and I'm just so grateful to God for that um yeah I mean that's I just it's so amazing and I will also share because I don't ever say how my week was uh, (laughs) of serenity um she got in third place out of about 12 spots in the talent show she got um, honor roll all A's and B's so she's actually thriving out here so the, my, my fear of moving across the country God is really um, <laughs> just he's, he's showing out like that's, that's just really the reality of it um, so I just wanted to share that with anybody if, if, if fear is holding you back from doing whatever God has told you to do like, it's just, it's so much better on the other side. I just, I wanted to say that.
3: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, Dana, and I think that's Pastor Ryan.
8: Sorry, I make my quit because my son is having a jumping fit. Okay, so um, okay. what God is showing me in this time is that I need to believe that I'm supposed to be in whatever room he puts me in because there some interesting things going on, but, and and sometimes I, you know, I feel like, oh gosh, but but I, I trust him and I know what's going on, but, it, oh, thanks, baby. But it's the belief part that I do struggle with, that the Holy Spirit is revealing to me. Like, you can have trust all day, but if you don't believe it, you're not moving much. You're not going nowhere. You're not going to reach your full potential and who God has called you to be if you don't believe it. So that's where I'm at right now.
3: So let me say this. You can't Trust without belief. Right? And that's for all of us. That's not about you, Dana. That's all of us. Because I think a lot of times we detach parts and go, well, but I trust you, but I don't believe you. Well, how do I trust you if I don't believe you? Because trust is steeped out of belief. Right? And so I love what you're saying. You know, we have to trust and be, first we have to believe. Bible says we have to believe that he is and a reward of those who diligently seek him. So the first part of our belief is that he is. What is He is for me. He is concerned about me. He is in love with me. He has chosen me. He has laid a path and a plan for my life. We have to believe those things so that when things happen, like getting the room, right, knowing, oh, I trust that you put me in this room because this is a part of the plan. This is a part of the path. Now the thing is, when I get in the room, can I trust that I will show up as you created and called me to? When when you open the door, will I show up as your representative? That's the next part. And that's hard because sometimes you get in a space you're like, I don't know why I'm here. He's like, I do. <laughs> I know exactly why you're here. I don't want to do this. I, you need to be right here. I know exactly why you're here. So that's awesome, Dana. Thank you for sharing. Pastor Ryan.
9: What's up fam? Uh, I wanted to do two things if I can. Uh, the first thing I wanted to do was just acknowledge all uh, the men Um, I know we are praying for the return of men. Um, And so I just wanted to just thank all of the men that are actually here with us. Your presence is valuable or invaluable. So thank you guys. And I just wanted to say the last time that the men met, uh, I I got the opportunity to hear Mr. Michael speak. And I was so blessed. And so Mr. Michael, I just wanna encourage you um, just even in this open forum, that not only is your presence, but your voice is invaluable. So thank you for being consistent and showing up. Um, And um, the other thing that I wanted to say was um, what, I guess the question was, what is God saying? What are you hearing? Is that the question? I missed it.
3: Um, oh, no, 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 we were saying, um instead of like, how is your week? what is what do you what is God teach you? What is God saying? Just sharing in that re, in that respect.
9: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um I had the opportunity to kind of speak on it yesterday with my family, but I thought it would be appropriate here as well. And um, one of the things that God is saying to me is be very intentional with slowing down um in weeks prior he was just talking about me slowing down to do things well it's like you have so many things that we're doing but you're not doing them well and so he was very intentional about just saying slow down so that you can be very intentional about the things that you are doing so that you can do them well and it's you know how you're spending time with your family—not just being here, but how are you spending time mm-hmm. with your family? How are you at your job? Um, you know, how are you within the community? Um, and for me, because I'm a multitasker, high-functioning individual, I try to do it all, and that has become a part of my downfall. And so he's like, "Slow down." And so I'm trying to be very intentional now with slowing down because I see the world ramping up and they're operating off of the fast pace. And for me, it just looks like if I can get people in that mode, then they will be in the mode of doing what everyone else is doing without thinking about what they're doing. And that's why I know he's being very intentional to me right now of just saying, slow down, think about what you're involved in, how you're doing it, but then is that what you're supposed to be involved with? So I just wanted to share that and thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyone else? That okay. question, that question lit up the room. Oh my goodness. Yes, Pastor Shea. Um In this time, I'm
8: learning not to be too cautious of who God is reshaping me to be. Because uh, in the past, like certain uh, characteristics, characteristics were you know scary and it's kind of like I don't want to I don't want to do that that it might be too much or I I can be too much if I have too much of that characteristic and when we are as we are walking in our freedom it's like Trev says I'm getting to know this Shana so in this and he's like don't don't be too cautious about what I'm doing mm-hmm. um uh because I on Tuesday I was with some of my um co-workers and they did this little number thing. I was with uh, Minister Janetta yesterday and we were talking about it. And it made me nervous because, because they, you know, they do all those personality tests and everybody was could, like, oh, what is Shayna's numbers? What? I was like, first of all, I, I have a 323 number if that's what you're asking, but they were asking more so on the personality aspect of it. So I did the test and I was uh, what they consider an eight wing seven. And I was like, explain, what is that? Because everybody's like, I am not surprised. So enneagram, a seven.
3: You did it in
8: Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, was like, I was like, okay. So, <laughs> so a seven was an enthusiast and a nine was a peacemaker. I said, so what is the eight? And all of them started like chuckling. And I said, guys, what is the eight? And they were like, the eight is the challenger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, Lord, am I still that? Like, am I still, because again, the rebellion was something that I did, like that I used to do. But now it's a, it's a different type of challenger. It's, a, it's, a, it's one that God is shaping, not one that the world made. So I'm taking everything one step at a time, being intentional, as Pastor Ryan said, but that is what God is showing me in this time.
3: That's good, that's good. Any <laughs> that's good. Anybody else before we move? All righty then. I, I oh, Dr. Ryan.
4: Ryan is back.
9: Yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know my numbers is a 4.4. 4.
4: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I just said. I, that's why I thought. I was like, I ain't even
3: doing this with you. He gave a GPA.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what I was
3: like. Is
9: he
0: talking about his GPA?
3: And I'm like, oh, like, hmm.
9: You
0: waited,
3: The rest of y'all was all oh. Yeah. All right, here we go. His graduation
9: goes. season. So I was uh <laughs> I was honors with honors, honors. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. He, he was in the uh, he was in honors classes and got that four point four.
1: I can't I
3: can't. I
10: can't, it
3: right. Oh, Pastor Alex, <laughs> please come <in> the room. <laughs> oh, so, uh,
10: well, first of all, um Thank you, Pastor Ryan, because, man, that just put a smile on my face for real. Well, the Apostle was sharing that. That question is really, really deep. I'm, I'm learning something right now. And um, as I was listening to everyone, you know, and even as uh, Apostle has shared uh, what we have been going through and, and going through, um, one of the things I know about God and Elisha kind of said it, God's a void filler is what he is. God fills voids. And so I'm learning that even right now, as tight as I am with my family, God just has a way that even when you're having those moments with your family, he fills voids. And so I can tell you that How, you guys are a group of people, like people wait a lifetime. To meet people like what we have here in this fellowship and literally search it out most of their lives. And I think a lot of times people miss it because they don't spend time with people to really understand that uh, whatever it is that you are desiring or searching for, you know, he says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or see begging bread. You know, he says, I can do all things. You know, as Paul talked about through Christ, if we understand that God loves us so much, that there really are no voids because he's a void filler, He fills those areas. And the first thing, because he knows us far better than we know ourselves, he sets things up, you know, and I just want to let you know, Ladiba, it, it's an absolute fact. God is setting it up for it to be through the system because there's something he knows that we don't know and so God just his love is just so magnificent and I'm learning even on today that you can't go through life with our community and family you just can't do it and who would want to honestly who would want to so I just want to thank each and every one of you guys for all your prayers for showing up for just uh, being a part of something that I believe is going to impact this world. I said this, I'm gonna say it now, maybe a possible, may want to, she can tell me off when I get home. But the reality is this, we better take advantage of her. And this is me included, because she's about to go. She's going to take off and she, we have to share her with the world. And so I just want us to know that, you know, if God is a void filler, then when he takes his daughter, wherever he wants to take her, then we as a family have to make sure that there are no voids. So I just want to share that. I love you all. And I'm excited about what God's going to share with us.
3: Amen. Well, I'm going to ask Elisha to pray. I'm gonna ask Ashley to pray, and I'm gonna ask Michael to pray, and then we are gonna get into today's message. Thank you, Pastor Alex,
4: for sharing. Did he leave to run? There she is.
3: <laughs> Sorry, she you locked herself out the house. Oh, I'm back in, Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> God, I thank you for today.
7: Um, I thank you for what you are revealing to your people, God. I thank you for this space, Lord. I thank you for um, the freedom that we have to just be ourselves in this space, God. Uh, Whether we are hurting, whether we are celebrating, God, um, whether we are feeling unsure whether we are questioning things god and 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 i thank you for holy spirit because if it was not for your presence if it was not for your understanding if it was not for your word this would just be like any other zoom call this would be like any other meeting we would just be having a conversation god but but through you Things are revealed because you are here. Um, we 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 leave this call strengthened, God, and I thank you for that. We leave this call feeling love and feeling peace, God, because you are here, you are in it. Some of us. Um, haven't gotten to the point where we know how to shift the atmosphere at our homes god and i thank you that there are people on this call that that can tap into that power that can can acknowledge you and welcome you in and host you god for some of us that don't have that strength yet that don't have that we're not that aligned god but i i, I thank you that there are leaders here that our pastors can 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 tap into you god and and be able to Give just a little bit of that to us, God. I thank you for that. I thank you, God, that you are working it out um, in spite of us, in spite of (laughs) the enemy trying to to unwork it out, God. I thank you that, that you are victorious. I thank you that there is nothing... There is not one single thing that you cannot do and that you will not do for your people, God. I thank you that we lack no thing, no thing. Sometimes it may not even look how we want it to look or how it may not feel how we want it to feel, God, but I'm I'm praising you because we lack nothing. We we, we lack nothing, God.
3: Thank you, God.
11: I'm
7: thinking that... On this day, we are able to accept what it is that you provide, how you provide it, God. Because you know us best. You love us. You love us. You love us. You love us, you love us clean, dirty. You love us, God. I'm asking that that we open ourselves to you, that, that our hearts are softened on today, God, so that we can can, can receive what it is you have for us. Hallelujah, God, I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking that no longer, no longer will we allow fear to stand in the way of being in your word.
11: No longer
7: will we allow fear to stand in the, in, in the way of us being in your will, in your way, God, no longer, no longer. God, we trust you. We believe in you. We worship you. We put you above all things on today, God. Forgive me for any time, any moment, any Mm. thought that was not putting you above whatever it is I was dealing with, God, whatever Mm. it is. Mm. Because yes, 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 things things are heavy, things are hard, things are difficult, things are confusing, Mm. but God, you, you are above and you are better and you are a conqueror of all of those things. Yes, God. And thank that, that is the reality. Sometimes we forget that, God, but you control it all. You control mm-hmm. it all. You start it all. You stop it all. You make everything in the middle, do what it's supposed to do, God. And I thank you for that, Lord.
9: Yes.
7: I thank you, God, that, you are, that, that we have an opportunity to be on your side, <laughs>
9: you
2: to you. be
7: with you, God. I thank you, God, that, that, that you have angels that you dispatch on my behalf, Lord. I thank you for all of that. I thank you for all of that, God.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: I'm asking, I'm asking right now, God, that, 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 that the people that are on this call that have not even opened up their mouths mm-hmm. to express the deepest, darkest things that are going on with them, God, I'm asking that you still hear them, that you still make a way, that you still show them who you are, God, in spite of their silence, in spite of their hiding, in yeah. spite of them, 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 them trying to figure it out on their own, God. I'm asking that you show Up, There is somebody here that is is crying for you to show up and they don't even know what to say. They don't know how to say it. They don't know who to talk to, God. I'm asking you to put people in their lives that will pray for them and pray with them. I'm asking that you give this body discernment to know when something is wrong with someone, even if it's just a thought. If we think about someone, we will call them, we will text them, we will reach out to them. We will pray for them, God. I'm asking that you allow this body to be that tapped into you, that tapped into Holy Spirit, God. I thank you for Christ as he intercedes on our behalf because at the end of the day, there are things that we will never be able to comprehend and yet you comprehend them, God. There are things that we will never be able to to do on our own and you do them, God. There are things that just do not physically make any sense here on earth, God. And Mm. yet in you, it happens. It does not physically make any sense to be able to walk on water, God. And yet it happened because of you, God. And I thank you for that.
3: Thank you, God.
7: I have faith that you will do things that do not make any physical sense to anybody looking around us. It just won't make any sense. But we praise you in advance for those things. We praise you in advance for those extraordinary things. Mm -hmm. On today, God, I'm asking that you, you, you be with the speaker. Give us all a word that we need to hear, that we need to apply to our lives, God, so that we can be different
8: after this call.
7: In Jesus' name, I pray, amen.
4: Amen.
5: Amen. Ashley, amen. Sorry, I didn't hear you the first time when you called my name.
3: That's okay, sweet.
5: Um, Heavenly Father, I come to you as humbly as I know how, mm-hmm. asking that you forgive us for our sins for the sins that we have that are unknown, for the sins that we know of, Lord. Um, I ask that you take away the spirit of fear in us, Mm -hmm. Lord, that we are able to stand in front of you, Lord.
3: Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus.
5: I ask that you hear our petition for the people that are crying out for help and who cannot say it. Mm, That's
3: good. Thank you, Jesus.
5: We give you all of our vulnerability, Lord. We give you all of our fears. We give you our happiness, our joy, our sadness, our depression. And we feel like it's not enough. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to have a place where we can feel safe to say, I need you. Even when we thought we did. Heavenly Father, I can only speak for myself, but I'm trying.
0: Mm. Yes,
1: God.
5: I try to be there for everybody, Lord, and I'm exhausted. Mm. And I thank you for your grace and your mercy because you allow me to get up every day.
12: Yes, Father.
5: And try again. And even though I keep messing up, Lord, I thank you because you give me a chance to make it right.
3: Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. (laughs)
5: I ask that you protect our children as the summertime comes, Lord. (laughs) This place is wild. Mm. And the enemy is coming left and right and left and right. And they don't even know. And I ask that you just protect them. Yes, God. Protect the parents and let them be able to see when there is a danger lurking or if there is something that we missed. Mm -hmm. I ask that you forgive us as parents who think we thought we had it all and we don't. I thank you because you are God Almighty. You are the beginning and the end. And I appreciate you so much. Yes, God. I thank you for bringing me to a place where I can state what I need. It's just comfortable. Yes, God. Thank you, God. I ask you for your forgiveness, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Mm,
3: Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, God.
1: Father God, we just come to you this morning again just to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for continuing to guide us. Thank you for continuing to have faith in us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for continuing to believe in us yes. because at times we don't believe in ourselves or believe in each other. Mm.
3: Thank you, Father.
1: But I thank you for this body, Father God, because I know in my life, I've, I have issues with those things, Father God. Hmm. And you continue to show me within this body, Father God, something amazing. Thank you, God. You continue to show me who you are. Yes, God. From every interaction, for every call, text, from every meeting and gathering, you continue to show us who you are, Father God. Mm-hmm. And I humbly thank you, Father God.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I thank you for the man of K. Father God. Mm-hmm. And I just ask for you just to continue to co- cover us, Father God, as we continue to come together as men, Father God. Yeah. I just ask for you to, for you just to continue to to cast out the pride that that man carry within them, God, and banish that within us, Father God. Because we are men, and we should be able to come together as men, not just when things are going good, but also when things are going not so good. We should be able to come together, commune with each other, and pray with one another, Father God. So I just ask for you to help us accountable as we hold ourselves accountable with each other, Father God. Mm -hmm. Find all doubt, fear, and allow us to continue to live in a comfortable state because as Pastor Alex says, he doesn't work in our comfortability. Allow us continue to be okay to be uncomfortable because we allow God to do his work when we do. When we ask you all these things in Jesus' name when we say, amen. amen.
3: Amen, amen. God, we just bless you. We thank you this morning. Um, I just want to take a few minutes for us to just pray and and, and worship. I want to uh I know where God wants to take us, but I also am hearing God. And as Michael was praying, as all of you were praying, um, I, I hear the Lord in two spaces. So I'm hearing the cries. And just like the children of Israel, God heard their cries and sent a deliverer through Moses. And there are those of you who have been crying, even in these this last week, even in the last month, crying out. And God needs you to know that He is still your deliverer, even if you have not had physical tears, but you've just been crying out with your voice to the Lord, asking God for direction and clarity and guidance. God is saying, "I am still your deliverer. I am still here as as apostle." Uh, Victor told us months ago, "Your deliverance is." Definite But then at the flip side, I heard a louder cry. Um, and that cry came from the outcry that God heard. I literally heard it in Sodom and Gomorrah. And what God showed me was that we cannot become lots twice. that in this moment, as we have exodus, that we have taken our exodus, the word Exodus" means our
4: way out you cannot look back, don't you dare look back. And that for a lot of us has been the pattern. We're moving, we're going, it's going real great, but we turn back and start
3: looking back. And sometimes we look back here in our thinking It's not always a physical turning back or looking back, but we look back through the corridors of our mind.
4: We still rehearse old memories and moments that are toxic, and yet we celebrate them. And yet all of us, I know this to be true, every single one of us, our eyes are pointed towards where
3: God is is drawing us to all of us have made a commitment to return to god which means to continue to move forward but these heavy moments these hard
4: days the the the, the fear the, the the anxiety will cause you to look back and let me be
3: clear we are living in a world right now where all hell has broken
4: loose and it is imperative that the children of god don't look back now Because looking back, there is death in looking back. Spiritual death will come upon you if you look back now. If you rehearse what was now, if you you stay in that place, because all it will do is you'll be moving forward physically, but you will have regressed spiritually. I heard it, I heard it so clearly. I had, I literally jumped. Each of us, there's a lot, come on. Is there a lot going on in your life right
3: now? Maybe it's just my. Anybody, anybody hand but mine, just mine? There's a lot happening. Here's the thing, there's a lot of beauty. But here's what I'm very clear of. Even last week, even what's been happening to me physically, Everything is to stop me in my tracks. Everything is to silence my voice. Everything
4: is to not, is to prevent me from moving forward. Because we've taken our exodus and now it's time to step in the land. But this is where most of us stop ourselves is that we see the territory but we look back
3: at what was and what's been we look back oh thank you holy spirit we look back to save other people
4: and help other people and bring other people and god's saying you can only go with those who are going where you're going and what's beautiful is we're moving together ashley let me tell you sweetie don't rehearse mistakes. We're all we all make them. Don't There
3: is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You are in Christ Jesus. Condemnation will have you look back. Fear will have you look back. Doubt will have you look back. Rejection will have you look back. Abandonment will have you look back. But time and time and time again, even in, even as Moses dies and Joshua is about to take over, he says again what he said to Moses,
4: what he will say later in the New Testament, I will never leave you nor forsake you. It's a promise. Don't turn back. Now, the doors are opening. Don't turn back now.
3: Yes, it's, it's, it's feeling a little bit more pressure. Yeah, but he's also training you and creating you and pruning you. And, and come on, there's some real pruning happening right now. Pruning is uncomfortable. There's some
4: shedding away of some things right now. There's a the cutting away of things right now. And that's not uncomfortable. It makes me think about um, the, the the first time that
3: Malcolm, Minister Malcolm, and uh, and Minister Janetta took MJ to go get his
4: haircut from a barber. It was traumatic for all of this. He was not ready, and there's things that
3: we want and will say. We're ready for that we're not ready for yet. And when you're not ready, when you step out prematurely, when you haven't let
4: God finish, you set yourself up to be traumatized and then carry forward PTSD in Jesus name. But because we want to move, we want to see the next thing. We want to
3: go to the next place. We want more, we want more, we want more. What Pastor Ryan said, we don't
4: stand still and, and slow down. This is a marathon, not a sprint. It says he's ordering our steps. And today you may just take one step and not move from there for the next three months. But that step is ordered and you better stay on that step. So he says, now next step. But don't you dare look back now. Not twice. Look back, and what happened? What happened? Gone. Pillar of what? <laughs> oh, the 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 blessing that was ahead of her the rescue they were being there was a plan for their deliverance there was a road out for their deliverance exodus means the way out there was an exodus even in sodom and Gomorrah. but she looked back we have to stop looking back stop
3: rehearsing what was and we have to keep Moving where God is
4: calling us to. And where is he calling us to? Himself. He hears your cries. He hears, he knows, he's concerned about you. Everything concerning you, God's concerned about. Miss Ladiva, your your divorce, God is concerned about that, and how it's going to affect you. Ashley, God's concerned about your your needs. Men of God, God's concerned about you. Women of God, God's concerned about you. But we can't keep allowing our 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 emotions to overtake our faith, our frustrations to to. To begin to cause doubt. He is for you. And He's prepared a place for you. Do you remember? There's a Canaan with your name on it. Don't you forget that.
3: There's a Canaan, there's a promise with your name on it. But your promise,
4: the promise he has ahead of you will—you n- will never get there if you keep looking at what's behind you. He—he's he- destroying what's behind you. We're trying to look. You're trying to save what he's trying to destroy. Holy Spirit says, "Stop trying to save what I'm destroying. Stop trying to help what I'm—I'm I- I'm d- demolishing."
3: There are old mindsets he needs to demolish. There are prison doors he's trying to
4: break open. There are places he never wants you to return, not just physically, mentally and emotionally.
3: And and physically, but we always are so focused on the physical. But come on, we turn around in this head a, a lot. We look back in
4: this mind a lot. We relish in who we were a lot. And we're not standing fully in who we've become.
3: And so as everyone was speaking, I just kept hearing Holy Spirit say, it's another time of surrender. Because some of you picked it back up. Some of you didn't put it in my hand. You put it on the floor. Some of you didn't put it in my hand. You put it on a shelf.
4: But true surrender means putting it in my hand, handing it over and giving it up but you put it on the shelf so you could easily retrieve it because it makes you feel good when you feel bad. You, you put it on the floor so you could easily pick it up because it's comfortable. But surrendering isn't pieces, surrendering is all. So some of you may have some, surrendered some things, but you've got to surrender all things. And all things include you too. I don't have the opportunity to look back. I've got to
3: be looking forward. I've got to get to where God is, where
4: he's calling me to. You've got to get to where God is calling you to. I'm going to keep saying it. We are in times. The the times we are in are, are urgent.
3: And we cannot delay staying in the same places, doing the same things. Can I? Let me tell you Ashley, your mistake last week ain't the mistake this week. You're growing Ashley, you're growing. You are a different woman than you were two weeks ago. And so I come against the enemy that seeks to attack you in your mind, that I release you from every every prison syndrome, mental prison syndrome, if the enemy keeps trying
4: to rehearse, you have freedom, and you are free indeed We must let this mind that was an also in Christ Jesus, has to be our mindset. It has to be the way we think and see and perceive. And so know that he's heard you, he's hearing you. But now what is your response once he's heard you? Where I was God? are you there? Do you hear me? I don't know if he hears me, Anna.
3: No, I hear you, now what are you gonna do? Now that I've heard you, what is your response to my, to my call? What is your response to my instruction? What is your response to my direction? What is your response to my deliverance? What is your response to my freedom? What is your response to my peace? What is your response to my joy? What is your response to my love? What is your
4: response to my grace? What is your response to my forgiveness? I'm not left. I'm not forsaken. Stop turning around and look for look
3: where, look at me. Keep your gaze on me. Keep your eyes fixed on me. The
4: author? and the finisher of your faith. There is no faith outside of me. Faith is steeped in me
3: and it comes from me into you, says the spirit of God, because it's the word of God. What are you hearing? When you feel your faith fleeting,
4: go get, you need to get in the word, because faith come by hearing, hearing the word of God. Are you battle ready? Or are you just continuing to wait for a pity party and a woe is me? Are you fighting the good fight of faith? Are you putting on the whole armor daily? Or are you letting yourself sink into the emotions and the pressure? I would say that have a moment, but don't make it a monument.
3: Don't make that that moment a monument and you live there and you stay there and you erect it and you stare at it every day because a monument blocks you from movement.
4: If you make your moment a monument, it is going to stop you from movement. And God is calling us forward. I could have made what happened a
3: monument. I could be making what is still happening a monument. I refuse Because I cannot let the enemy stop me from moving forward. I got to be still right now. I get it. But my mind has to keep moving with God. My spirit has to keep moving with God. I have to keep seeing and creating with God. I have to still uh, 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 be able to imagine what God is saying and see it. Because if I cannot see it, it it will not come to pass. I got to keep my
4: ears open. I got to keep my eyes open. Give me ears to see and eyes to hear. I can't look back. Yeah, I can't rehearse last week, because just last week, rehearsing last week will keep me from going forward this week.
3: Rehearsing my pain will keep me from loving and, and serving and remaining
4: open to the next person, to the next kid, to the next. But everything he wants us to do is to turn around to stop becoming
3: who we're we're becoming now, who he's calling us to be now, where he's calling us to be now, what he's asking of us now. To whom much is
4: given, much is required. Don't turn back now, don't look back now. Don't rehearse it in your mind another day. Don't go over the
3: conversation. Don't worry about what you should have said that you didn't say. It's over. Move
4: forward. Learn, move. Learn, grow. Learn, move. Learn, grow. I should have said, but you didn't. And God has heard you. Your deliverance is definite. Your salvation is rescue, the rescuing of God is here for us. He's made ways out and will continue to make ways out of every situation and circumstance. Don't look back now. Any questions, comments, concerns? That's what he's saying today. Don't you look back now. Don't stop right here. Don't give up right here. Don't look back now. And it's not even because you've come too far that you shouldn't look back. You shouldn't look back because there's too much ahead of you. The goodness, the joy, the, all the things you've been praying for, for aren't behind you. They're in front of you. <laughs> I want you to do it different. I want to do start. Okay, why are you looking back then? I want more. I want why are you looking back then?
3: Because if it was back there, you'd be back there. Everything that you need right now is ahead of you and before you because that's where God is right now. And he's calling you to him. He's calling you to your Canaan. He's calling you to a territory, a destination that he's planned for you before the foundation of the world.
4: And he needs you to get there now. You'll make mistakes on the journey. We're not perfect, but it's not about being perfect. It's about being obedient. It's about staying in agreement with him. It's about forsaking all for him. It's about who who being loyal to the name above all names. Following the word of God and the ways of God so that we are living in the will of God. Anyone questions, comments, concerns? I'll say something really quick. Mm-hmm. I have to get over here
13: again. Um, awesome, awesome confirmation um, of my week, right? Um, all I've been hearing is advancing, keep advancing. You know the things that we have gone through, especially in this particular uh, weeks. I'll say, um, the Lord was showing me that one of the strategies of the enemy is to paralyze to stop us from advancing based on his retaliation for us being obedient to do what God has asked us to do. So if us advancing and then him bullying, right? Could stop us, then he's gonna keep on bullying. But God is saying, keep on, he's coming because you are advancing, he's coming. I had said um, the other day, you know, you know, I done took some hits when I was in the world, right? Then been knocked down and all that stuff. So I'm not a stranger to it, right? I'm going to keep getting back up and I'm going to keep advancing as I did prior life, right? I'm going to do that more so because the word of God is true. It is very, and it's for me, right? And if I operate in it, then I will see the results, but the thing is, if the enemy can make me believe that I'm not getting the results that God is saying that I'm getting based on me, even if I'm speaking a word and I don't see the manifestation of healing in that moment, doesn't mean that it didn't happen, but if my faith says, like when Jesus cursed that the fig tree, he said it and walked away, but if I stand there and look and wait to see if it's drying up or if it's healing, if this word is happening and I don't see it immediately, then my faith will begin to dwindle. I do what Jesus did. I walk away and keep on going. Cause it's not my word. It's God's word for him to watch over it, it to perform what he says. And it yeah. is happening, but just keep advancing, keep going, keep on going, keep on going. Because what I was doing when the enemy came and decided to do what he was doing, I was I was advancing. I was doing exactly what God wanted me to do. So I'm going to keep on. I'm going to keep on. I'm praying more. He's showing me so much. This is a beautiful, beautiful season. Does it feel good sometimes? And I love what you said to um, Sister Ladiva. Does it feel good sometimes? Absolutely not. You know, do I have them crying, whiny? ugly, like for real Lord days. Yes, I do. But guess what? I'd be like, okay, for real. Then we going for real, keep doing, <laughs> you know, I have to yeah. find myself encouraging myself. And then I love what you said. We have to learn how to respond differently. I had told everybody about that prayer that I sent out in our text. That was my response to something that the enemy had done. I had to change what I would have done in my past, right? cry, whatever, sit and fold my hand, whatever I would have done, because this is a different warfare, you know, this is a different battle. So I'm learning to respond with the word of God. I'm learning how to, I had need of prayer. So guess what? I sent prayer out for others. And because I sent it out on many waters, it came back to me in places that I've never even imagined, right? And I feel so good. And I and I'm gonna keep on, you know, so that that's it. Awesome words. Yeah. God be the glory, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> he got he got to answer for that too. He got an answer for that too. Mm-hmm. But amen. And I'm gonna keep on my prayer watch. So I can't. I'm amen. excited for tomorrow's prayer, and it's not even tomorrow yet.
3: But I'm excited because yeah. we get to corporately tear down some stuff. So amen. amen,
1: amen. And that's
3: the thing, guys. I mean, you know, you life is going to happen, is how you respond to life, right? I have had a horrible week, all this is going on, but that don't stop people from still calling and asking for stuff. That don't stop people from, right? Like,
4: people can ignore where you are because they still just want what they want, even if it's little things. Even if it's a little thing, right? Not more of how are you, but what they still need, and you still gotta show up.
3: (laughs) regardless and that's not always what you want to do right it'd be great to just have a moment for yourself and a thing for yourself but people still exist and if we're called to people for called to servanthood and to serve one another right unfortunately people don't you know I would say this when it comes you know to to leadership people don't care about this people don't care (laughs) not in a bad way but hear me But they know they, but people still need, people still want, so you, you know? So we don't get to have these pity parties. You take your moment, because someone, despite me not being able to do this, they might need to just hear from me. They might need to, yesterday, Trev was in a crazy situation. And I promised that I wouldn't use my hands and stay off the phone, but people still calling, people still texting, but she needed me yesterday. She did, she was in a crazy situation. Right. And and she knew what was going on. And, you know, and still was like, I apologize. But I said, look, I, I got I'm here. You know, so you we still have to show up. And those are the moments, though, that let me know, too, that God can still trust me. Even in my pain. That God knows I'm not going to allow what's happening to me to then be put on other people or to bleed on other people or to. You know what I'm saying? That still in the midst of it, he still, he trusts me enough. And that's, 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 these are the moments you see how much you've grown. These are the moments, you know, and each of us are at different moments of growth and you're going to see different things in your growth, but we don't get, we, you got to stop thinking you get to not show up. And you can just quit people and turn things off because you have having a moment. Have the moment, but understand, your commitment to God is greater than your moment. We're going to feel. Hear what I'm saying. Your moment might be a couple of days. I'm not saying a moment is two seconds. But once that moment happens, you've got to surrender it to God so God can walk you through it and heal you through it.
4: He walks us through as he's healing us through. I see Danny and I see um, Minister Malcolm. Um, I'm grateful for the
12: message because I that's my place of struggle. Comparing who I was, things I've done. Um. Achievements I've made versus where I'm at now. Um, I struggle with doubt a lot. Um, yeah, those are the things that I struggle with. It's like I'm irritated with the fact that sometimes others can see more in me than I see in myself. Because I'm like, I don't feel like that. You know, I don't, and sometimes it doesn't matter how many times a person says it or whatever, or reminds me, it's like, shoot, well, it doesn't matter until I see it. It is like, it really don't matter.
3: So can I help you right here? Let me tell you something right there, because I want to say this to you and everybody else. It doesn't matter that you don't see it yet, but it does matter that God sees it. And that's what we have to start thinking about. Well, God sees this. Not Pastor Kai sees it, Pastor sees it, uh, Elisha sees it. God sees it. Okay. So if God sees it, it must be true. Right, you you can doubt humanity. Right, you could be like, "Oh, Pastor Carter, Pastor not love me so much; he just always gonna root for me." True, but I also not gonna lie to you. You know that, right? But at the same right. time, when God sees it, and this is something I had to learn, I was like, all these things that God saw in me, I didn't receive it because I was looking for it myself. Right, it's not for me to look for it; it's to believe what God sees about me. And once I agree with what he sees, then it becomes real to me. Okay. So you've got to, uh, go, do God, do I look, if I believe you here, then I got to believe even what you say about me. And that belief has to turn into agreement. And once you can agree with God about you, then you can see it for yourself.
12: Okay.
3: Alex, when he first got married, he's like, I wish you could see these things in yourself. I'm like, yeah, bro, I can't. i'm not gonna lie i don't don't see that great thank you right but when i started to agree with what god said and saw about me it was like this veil came off my eyes and i could, could begin to see what he sees but it all came out of agreement and that what he sees is the most important thing i appreciate what everybody else sees but what he sees, ah, can I help you? Thank you, Holy Spirit. What he sees when we agree, we become. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
4: What
10: okay. he sees
3: when we agree, we become. The reason why we can't see it is because we don't become it because we don't agree with it. Our disagreement with God causes us not to see what he says and sees about you. So we can't look at God. God's not a man and he will lie. Scripture, right? He's not a man. So if he sees your value, he sees you're beautiful. He sees you're chosen. I got to agree with what God sees. And it's only until I agree with what he sees that I begin to become what he says. And then I see it myself. Okay. Right? We tell people all the time, you simply, what if we may? People don't believe that. They hear it, but they don't believe it. It's just a saying now. It's scripture, but it's literally like, oh, I'm feeling wonderfully made. But women go home, men go home and tear down themselves and talk about how 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 they're not beautiful, how they're not well made. Right? We tear ourselves apart. But we've got to agree with his word. And agree with what he sees for us to be able to see it ourselves. So, Danny, you're not alone. <laughs> been there, done that. I, all, I'm sure all of us have been there, done that, probably still there in some, in some instances. But I, I needed to stop because I want to say this to help everybody. Yeah. It's not about agreeing with somebody else. Right. I got to agree with what God sees. And when I agree with what God sees, that agreement then. Causes the scale for my eyes to be lifted, and for okay. me to see, because now I agree with what he sees. Okay. Mhm. But I'm 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 a thousand percent with you in that in that space of of feeling like that. Because yeah. Like you feel like I should see what they see, but I don't yet. Okay.
1: I yes. appreciate
3: that they can see, but what I also have to realize is if these are. If Pastor Shea, who I believe is a woman of God, says something about me, I need to know that God is allowing her to say something I can't see, so I can agree to see. Okay. But our humanity thinks, oh, well, she's just saying that to be nice. And they just, we think that because we don't agree, <laughs> right? Our, our lack of esteem, our low self-esteem, our doubt in ourselves, our mistakes, our past, we look back and don't hear what is presently being spoken about us and over us, right? We're still, like you said, we're still looking back at everything that was said and spoken over. us, And we're looking back in our mind over all the things we've done and all the things we weren't. And that's why I like, you can't stop looking back, stop rehearsing the tape, stop going back to that moment. Stop going down that alley, stop going down that, that street. Stop going back to that, you know what I'm saying? That circumstance and that situation, that's over. It's back there. There's people that are back there that we keep trying to pull forward. But this is your promised place. This is your 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 path and your road out. I hope that helps. Yes, ma'am. I love you. I know it's not going to... And here's the thing. I ain't expecting it to be overnight. It's just right? It's not going to be overnight, but this is God giving us God keeps giving us strategies and revelation so that we can begin. Now this is now this is your moment with this strategy with this revelation to begin to exit us out of that way of thinking. Okay. Anything else you want to say? I just needed to stop you there. Uh-huh. God, saying, so I wanted to make sure I said that. There
5: was
12: That was like the main thing, because I don't like the place that, that when I can't see and I get frustrated with it, that it leads me to, because when in doubt and I can't see and I'm frustrated, then I'm mad and I can't see myself, then it's like, I can't do anything but look at everybody else. And when you look at everybody else and what's happening in their life, that can lead you to, you know coveting and jealousy and, you know, insecurity and and then wanting to say, well, you know, well, it's happening for them, but it's nothing's happening for me. It seems like things are getting worse and then you just kind of go down that rabbit hole. And that's the part I hate.
3: Amen. And, it, and it, it, you know, we like I said, I've been there. I can only speak for myself. I'm sure there's more that have been here. I'm, I'm going to pray now that this, what, what Holy Spirit has just said to us, begins to help heal that for you.
4: Okay. That is my prayer.
3: And I love you so much. Love you too. Yes, ma'am. Minister Malcolm, I see your hand up.
0: Thank you, Apostle. Uh, first, I just want to say, Danny, uh, thank you for speaking things that have literally been thoughts that i've had so um, um, i have similar feelings that what you were saying but um, even right now i just want to publicly break agreement with the idea that if i observe people and compare myself to them that somehow that would make me either be like them or be the person that I think God wants me to be. Um, you said something apostle that just like, well, you said a lot of stuff today that's it's like, ah, I'm shaking right now. Cause there's so much, <laughs> I don't know where to begin, but you said, don't rehearse it another day, learn, move, learn, grow. And I spent a lot of my time in the theater. And one of the things that you cannot do in the theater to open up a successful show is to keep rehearsing. You have yep. to open the show. And what I heard God saying is no successful Broadway show has ever gotten there by continuing to rehearse or go back to the first day that they started rehearsal. That every single day they've grown, they've learned and they built upon that. And it was only because of those mistakes that they made the first or second week of rehearsal that they were even to give the performance that you see when you go on Broadway. So I just hear God saying that 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 don't rehearse another day. It just it just punched me
4: because um, I have spent so much time rehearsing condemnation, um, and so
0: I hear God say it's time to learn to move, to learn to grow. Lastly, um, you also said. Um, you said everything you need right now is in front of you. Um, and I took a picture. It was dangerous. I was on the highway, but I saw this and I'm gonna put it up. I hope you guys could see it. And I saw this. Can you guys see that?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm, kind of.
0: So it's a mobile home and the back of it is called Freedom oh, Freedom Express. Express. Oh. And I took that and I was like, what does this mean, God? And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I'm not going to just leave it there. And then you said, you talked about looking forward and not looking back. And I thought about when you go on vacation or when you're excited for vacation, nobody's ever like, oh, what's going on at the house? You are looking forward toward your destination, which is your vacation, which you're excited for. You're not looking back thinking, well, what's going on we're here and there like your whole focus is on getting to that destination and one of the things i realized is um there's the thing about an express train for those who've been in trains they bypass Mm -hmm. a bunch of stops the destination quicker Mm -hmm. and i was like if i continue to rehearse and look back I am missing out on an opportunity for God to put me on the Freedom Express and get That's to my even quicker. And then That's this good. is other crazy thing, y'all. You can't see it because it's the little... But the, this is called the Freedom Express Ultra Light Edition. And I'm like, God is like, I'm trying to get you there and I'm trying to not make it as hard on you, but you want to keep looking back at rehearsing, making it That's heavy. Good.
10: That's
0: good. I'm trying to get you on the Freedom Express ultra light edition. What do you want to do? Do you want to keep looking back? You're going to keep rehearsing or do you want to express your way to something that I've already given you? Yesterday I told my boss, we were trying to figure out something that was crazy. And I was like, don't worry about it. Guess what? Because God said it is finished. We're just walking through what he's already seen, but it is finished. So Apostle, I'm just, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm a little giddy, but I just am like, wow. Wow. So not another day will it be rehearsed mm-hmm. that I'm learning, I'm moving, I'm learning and grow. I have freedom yeah. and I break agreement with anything that has prevented me from getting on the Freedom Express mm-hmm. ultralight edition. Hey, Amen, that
3: was a word. Well, we, I'm gonna drop to something. You preach today, come on. I can't really drop nothing Some Well, since you don't preach today, let's get communion together, people. And I'm going to ask Pastor Shea to lead us in communion. That was a word. The Freedom Express Ultra Light. That's good. That was real good. Anyone else have anything while we're preparing for communion?
4: Anyone else? Anyone else? That's some good words. Anyone else? Uh, I will say
3: has uh, already put up in the chat but for those of you who desire to bring your tithe and offerings, he has put in the chat how to do so. Um, remember, this is not about uh, paying your tithe. This is about honoring the word of God and making sure that in everything we do, we are obedient to God's word. Point blank period. <laughs> Amen. Um, and know that these the resources go back to KHAL, into K-Hall. Um and we're just, we're just, I'm just, I'm really grateful and filled with expectations for where Khow is growing, not just going, but growing. Please understand, it's going to be this fast, and it's going to be hundreds in locations and on Zooms and all kind of stuff, so uh, I, I'm I'm excited i'm i'm excited this is my excited face so sorry all you get um anyone oh julie i see your hand julie hey julie we love you hi hi apostle
11: i love you i love Um, you i love you (laughs) what an amazing blessing of a word and uh affirmation thank you so much um I love Malcolm's finisher, and I was so reluctant to even say anything after that because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm so right. But I, I did just want to say that, that this word really just confirmed um, what I drove down the mountainside with. Um, I had taken a few days. It's been really busy the past couple of weeks, and. I took a few days. My husband is here, and I wanted him to hug a 3,000-year-old tree. Hi, Biggie. I love you. (laughs) He's right here. He's listening. He's enjoying the word, too. It's really Mm -hmm. a blessing. that Because I actually, no, this is sidebar. I haven't said, babe, you know, you should come to fellowship with me. But it was like, Mm -hmm. I told him, I was like, I need to go to fellowship today. And he just got right next to me. So that really blessed me with this him
3: Coming on his own
11: accord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But driving down from the High Sierras and talking, um, you know, reasoning as we call it with my husband and my sister, um, Marlo. I don't know if she shared, I don't even know if she's on, but I I took Marlo to the High Sierras with, with us. Mm. It was really a blessing, but we had ended up just in reflection, um, just organically our conversation just came around to things that we've endured in the past and for myself I can I can say and this is what I spoke on it's the growth Mm -hmm. Um, it's the growth of being able to recall reflect and remember but not relive Mm -hmm. and it's it is there is an ultra light freedom I have now Where I can share things that have happened, horrible, traumatic things, shocking things, and not feel, I I feel the emotion as a human being, but I don't feel the pain. Mm
4: -hmm. I don't feel
11: the weight, the burden of that which was over my life at one time. Yeah. And. (laughs) it's so important because recalling, remembering, I even looked up while you were speaking, I said, well, wait a minute. So does that mean we're not supposed to remember? But that's not the case at all. But what God wants us to do is to get to higher ground before we start looking back. Because like you said, there's so much ahead, including obstacles, that if we get caught up looking behind over what we just in many many cases, sadly, escaped then then we're never going to get to deliverance because we're too busy looking back at that thing that shook us to our very core mm-hmm. and it takes so much faith and trust we don't have to in this it's just an excerpt it's something that stuck in my head my husband was listening to something and this man was speaking and he said you don't have to believe when you know
3: <laughs> that's right
11: first we believe and then we know that's right and, and when he said it, I just heard, I I, mean, I was passing through the room and I heard this and this was in Yosemite and I was passing through the room and I heard it, he was listening. And I was like, what is this dude talking about? Because I love to say that I believe in something.
3: Mm-hmm.
11: But the man kind of, I guess, you know, whoever he was speaking to kind of said the same thing. And he says, do you believe in your parents? Mm-hmm. Or do you know your parents? And, you know, it's it's just when you know, I can say that, At the time when God was bringing me through Mm
4: -hmm.
11: my Sodom and Gomorrah, I believed. And it was that mustard seed amount of belief Mm -hmm. that I would eventually get through it but because I know and the reason why I know is because I have the perspective and the reason why I have the perspective is because I'm on higher ground and I have grown and I have learned and I have trusted and I've endured and I can say this is what God was doing all this
3: time that's good
11: this is what God has done and this is what he continues to do Mm -hmm. this is what gives me the confidence to come to him so that I can receive all of the grace Mm -hmm. so but it it it's, it's tricky because I think it's just our nature to want to look back like, let's just say we just barely mixed in, missed an accident. Don't you look in the rear view mirror, you done passed that car. Now you, you've gone 40 miles an hour, you passed that car, but we look at <laughs> the rearview like, woo, that person almost hit me. Yeah. It is like a human nature kind of thing. But in fact, we can sabotage our salvation by looking back because the time that I look back, that time it takes for me to take my eyes off the road and look back now and rear end somebody. So I'm just, I, I just wanted to say that I'm so grateful for this word and 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 the encouragement and the confirmation. And it's not because I never want to make it sound like, you know, in some ways I, I often say, I'll say like, you know, I'm 46 and I have to mm-hmm. stand in I know. I have to stand in my experiences, I have to stand in in, in, in the knowledge that I have. However, I am not exempt from any future <laughs> challenges, yeah. despair, heartache, loss, mm-hmm. <laughs> disappointment, right. shortcomings. That's not it at all. I'm, I'm, I'm no farther ahead. I just know that we can, we can go higher. We can mm-hmm. definitely go higher. And God is always calling us to rise higher. Even when we fall, he calls us to rise higher. So I really, really, really appreciate this word. It's just very... Um, You know, it's just a confirming word and very encouraging. And I'm just praying for everyone who's, I I was noticing that there's definitely a feeling uh, that there's there's a lot of hurting hearts right now. Danielle's voice just breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. Heart To hear her like that. Nevertheless, I am encouraged and I'm encouraged for her that she can Mm -hmm. speak on the things that have her feeling down. Mm -hmm. Because, Because when we do speak on it, Yep. There is just, just a weight that's released. Even if the person that is that needs to hear it isn't there to hear it, there's some yeah. there's some alleviation when we speak about it. It's not in vain. It's never in vain, particularly when you're surrounded by people who care about you. Yeah, And absolutely. Um, even if you don't have any of those, we always have Jesus. And so I'm just
3: really, really grateful. Thank you so much, Apostle Kai. Love <laughs> you. Thank you okay pastor shay thank you julie for all of that That that's beautiful pastor shay lead us into communion and pray us out yes
8: ma'am yes ma'am does everyone have their their eucharist there all right all right so the prior to our savior's amazing sacrifice he took his disciples and he had the last supper with them just to touch base with them and let them know the things that were coming ahead. And he took, passed around bread and he took this and said that this was representation of his body that was to be bruised and beaten. Let's
4: take that and eat.
8: And after the bread, he passed around the wine and said that this was representation of the blood that was to be poured out for the remission of sins. Let's take that and drink. Father God, Father God, Father God, our gracious Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this powerful word, Lord God, this transformative word that we will not take lightly. We thank you for the addition of that for you You shared, Lord God, that with additions, as uh, Minister Malcolm said, for the ultralight, additions are continually being made and refined. So I thank you, Lord, that we will have patience with the additions that you are making us right now, because it is going to be made even greater as time goes on. So Father, we praise you and we are eternally grateful for the time and the patience that you have for us in this learning of new freedoms and new uh, barriers and new mindsets that we have to shake off or mindsets that we need to adopt and take on. So I pray Father that as we continue to do that, may we continue to surrender and submit to the Holy Spirit that way we may receive the official strategy of heaven to move as you see fit. Father, I pray that as we go throughout the remainder of our day, may we remain in a posture of servitude to you. May we, uh, if we are driving, may we get to our destination safely. um, And when we get there, may we find everything well. If we are just relaxing for the remainder of the day, may it be with you in mind that you may lead us the way everlasting. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's k-h-o-w-o-r-s-h-i-p-l-a at gmail.com.